She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. She speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. Today's scripture is from the book of Malachi, chapter 2, verses 14 and 15. And the scripture reads, But you say, why does he not? Because the Lord was witness between you and the wife of your youth, to whom you have been faithless, though she is your companion and your wife by covenant. So every week we're going to be doing some announcements. Um, This is our AO section where we'll um, announce some different resources or different things or different events going on around the Boston area. Um, We'd like to announce that Bethel Tabernacle Pentecostal Church is having their monthly food pantry. It's going to be held next Saturday, February 20th, uh, between the hours of 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. It's located on 12 Bicknell Street in Dorchester, Mass., 02124, under the leadership of Dr. Gwendolyn Weeks. Um, She's usually uh, there, and she is the pastor there. Um, She's an amazing woman of God. Um, I grew up under her leadership for several years of my life. Um, It's been a phenomenal um, relationship I've been able to build with her in the church of Bethel um, and the family uh, that is part of my family, um, church family. Um, They all are very great uh, members and they are willing to serve. So there are some stipulations. Um, Masks are a must. Um, You also need to, um, if you choose to walk up to the building, you will need to physically social distance yourself, of course, uh, six feet apart. Um, You will need an ID. Um, There is an option for you to stay in your vehicle and someone will be over to serve you the food, okay? Um, It is free, so if you do need canned goods, if you need veggies, if you need fruit, um, it's very fresh foods. Um, I participated in serving uh, the ministry um, when I was a member there, sometimes even um, when I moved on. I would go by there and still help out with the food pantry uh, because I believe they're doing a great work in the community. Um, They've been doing food pantry for a very long time and um, very faithful to the community, very faithful to the members, um, very faithful to um, the residents of the community. So um, there's always a lot of people. So make sure you get there. First come, first serve. Um, And if you need food, again, it's free. Uh, Go by Bethel. And they're located again on 12 Bicknell Street in Dorchester, Mass, 02124. And they hold their food pantries every third Saturday of the month. This month, February, will be held on February 20th uh, between the hours of 9 a.m. and 12 p.m. All right? Today's Crown the Queen segment is dedicated to none other than Boston's very own Mindy Butts. Mindy is the founder and CEO of Jakibris Incorporated, which is a nonprofit company that provides resources to the underserved and homeless community within the city of Boston. 
Mindy has worked effortlessly for almost a decade hosting events such as backpack giveaways, Christmas parties for the children in the city of Boston, feeding the homeless on Thanksgiving Day, hosting couponing courses for those in the community that want to learn for free, and also uh, putting on events such as the Men of Honor, where she honors and shows recognition to positive black male role models within the Boston community. Mindy has partnered with Boston Police Department, the Department of Children and Families, and various other community-based organizations to make basic toiletries and other needs available to the homeless and displaced. Mindy's work has also been recognized by the New England Patriots and various other local companies and radio. Today, we want to crown this queen for all of her hard work and dedication to those that live within the city of Boston and say thank you for your contribution. Keep doing what you are doing to uplift and empower our community. So we have our special guest here, uh, Latrell, the original trailblazer herself <laughs> <laughs> of DC. <laughs> yep. How you doing today? How are I'm you? I'm doing good. How about you all? I'm awesome. I'm blessed. Good. I'm excited to uh, chat with you this evening and, and learn about marriage. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited as well. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know you were, um, you and your husband were doing a series called The Chases, right? Meet the Chases. Yeah, yeah it's, it's funny because that's actually not about our marriage. So I was like, maybe we didn't think the name all the way through. It's just a Bible class, but a lot of people were like, hey, class. what's going on? But yeah, so oh, we're okay. endeavoring to do some other things this year, more around like being married. I was about to say being young and married, but I guess we're not really that young anymore, but we just think we're young, so... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, y'all so young. You're good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, man. What are some of the things you have observed in marriages in the 21st century that are different from marriages from when you first got married? Um, I definitely would say that... Um, you know, it's not as much um, tradition per se, and I don't know that there was that there's less, but I think that people are just not like hiding it. It's like, okay, this is what it is. This is how we live, and you know, maybe we don't have the traditional. The wife does these things. The husband does these things. Um, I think that's the biggest thing, and then also, you know, not seeing people. Nowadays, people have more of a tendency um, to just be like, okay, that's it, I'm done, and walk away. And that's not always a bad thing, but I think sometimes um, I've seen people try to hold people to say, well, in my day, yeah, but in your day, grandma didn't work, she didn't have a choice, that's why. But, you know, she couldn't, but there's also something to be said for the kind of sticking it, you know, for, the, for better, for worse, but knowing... Um, how do I want to say it? Uh, when it's still time to say, okay, that's like this ain't it no more. But I think it's really just the biggest, the biggest difference for me is not seeing so many of the traditional roles. Mm. 
like the wife has to do this, the husband has to do that, because I think that can be detrimental to a, to a marriage. How so, though? How is that, like, how, why do you think that is detrimental to a marriage, since that's, like, the traditional understanding of a standard home, you know? Like, okay, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't right say this in a joking kind of way, but let's say the wife, she's not really a great cook. So this I 
Dorothy came up on Blackish, not about the children, but just about fixing a man a plate. Yeah. And it was kind of a, like a little argument because the Bo's mother was like, you know, that's the servant, blah, blah, blah. But Bo's thing was, I'm not doing it because I'm being subservient. I'm doing it because, you know, I love my, this is somebody I love and I don't mind doing these things for them. And so the grandmother actually told a story about how the reason she liked to fix her husband's plate was because back in the day when he was out in the world and the world was like dumping on the black man, she did it because she wanted him to know in her home he was the king. And that's kind of the, the thought process that I take. Not that I'm doing it because, you know, you my man and I'm your servant, which, no, I love you and I like to do things to you, for you. I like to, well, I like to do things for you. <laughs> We know what you mean, girl. We know what you mean. Yeah, so, because every now and again, like, I always say to my husband, hey, do you want me to fix your plate? He'd be like, um, no. But sometimes I don't ask. I'll just fix it. And then I'll bring him his plate. And he's like, oh, thank you. You know, but for the most part, yeah, no. Mm -mm. (laughs) All right, this is our last question for you. What advice would you give to this new generation of married couples? I wouldn't just give it to the new generation. I would give it to anybody that's married, specifically newly married. Mm-hmm. I think it was the best piece of advice that my mother ever gave to me. And I very rarely listen to my mother. But on this one, she was on the money. Um, when I got married, I was 21 years old. A few days shot of my 22nd birthday. Mm-hmm. I was Tyrone actually has 
a great relationship, not only with my mother and my mother's family, but with my father and my father's family, mostly to the point that it's not even like that's Latrell's husband. Now it's just that is Tyrone. My aunts and uncles are like, that's our nephew. And I realize it's mainly because I've never, ever painted him in a negative light. I've never talked my business to my family. I've never damned him, dogged him, because I don't care who you are when you're angry. Sometimes we say some crazy stuff mm-hmm. and we don't necessarily mean it. And, and then when it's over, we want everybody else to move on. And that's just not how people work, mm-hmm. especially when they have a relationship with you. So I, tell, I actually, whenever I do premarital counseling or talk to people, the, the first thing I ask them, are you sure you want to do this? You positive? And then once they say yes, that's always the first advice that I give them. Do not talk your business with your friends or your family because they will not forget it. Mm, that's really good advice. Uh, yeah. Again, of course, unless there's some abuse going on. Right. That's different. But just regular day, you know, he ain't take the trash out. I fell in the toilet because he left the seat up. Mm-hmm. Nah. You, <laughs> you know, whatever. Nah. Keep that to yourself. Right, right. That's, that, that's really good advice because um, I feel like as women we naturally converse about our relationships mm-hmm. now, right so right. in being in a marriage and j- dating someone is totally different like the level mm-hmm. of commitment is totally different so I completely understand that mm-hmm. yeah I even sometimes nail some of my um, associates they're like oh you always some people take oh say like you don't never talk bad about my husband and guess what you ain't never gonna hear it. Right. Does that mean he don't get on my nerves? He's standing right here. Mm-hmm. Yes, he, sometimes he does get on my nerves. I very rarely get on his stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> this is very rare, right, babe? Anyway, but anyway, I'm not gonna do that. Right. I'm never, no, you're never gonna hear that. And that's not that I'm being fake and phony, but there's enough out there that speaks against love, and particularly black love. Exactly. I don't need to contribute to that. Exactly. And what goes on between me and him is going to stay between yep. me yep. and him. Because that's your union. Your union is between your, you, the two of you and God. So if anything, yep. you go to God and, and confide in him about what to do. Yep, absolutely. That's awesome. That is awesome. I think my biggest misconception of marriage when I went into it, well, I was obviously much younger, but definitely just feeling like love was going to conquer all. Mm-hmm. And I know, well, I don't know. I, I think sometimes this sounds weird when people hear me say that, particularly being a Christian woman, but it's like love does not pay bills. Love does not make there not be disagreement like none of that stuff so I definitely had like this fairy tale image like I'm gonna get married and it's just gonna be like oh my god and I'm married and it has been like oh my god but not always in the way that I expected it to be but yeah just kind of thinking it was gonna be a fairy tale flowers romance candies 24 hours a day and that's just not really what you know not what it was yeah because I can honestly say like um knowing people who who are inquire, acquiring to be married um I feel like they do it it's all for show right like nowadays like everybody wants to get married for the party not necessarily for the the union itself so yep 
and, and yeah, it's all fairy tale. If you want to get married for a party, just throw yourself a party. Yep. <laughs> yourself. <laughs> right, right. Not with you, it's somebody else. The DJ, because the, the, the marriage, the day, the wedding, celebration, that is not the marriage. Like, not at all. Yeah, and I've, when I was in the process of uh, getting married, a lot of uh, some of the church folks used to tell me to, um, you know, don't take any loans out for your wedding because you're going to be paying that bill while you're married. <laughs> and you don't want any of that to linger because you will have all these other bills that you have to pay when you Absolutely. do get married and you come together. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I mean, I think there's very few specifically that don't like dream of their fairy tale wedding however at the end of the day it is one day right. and you gotta live after that one day right. so you need to be prepared i mean i just tell people manage their expectations i got married in my mother's living room and that was that and then we went out for a little lunch afterwards and then you know i've had a wedding since then but it was some years later right. so, yeah. how many how many years later mrs chase Okay, so, oh God, y'all don't make me be all the way honest. Okay, so, for our one-year anniversary, we had a vow renewal and a reception. It was probably like 125 people, but we both come from very large families, so it was really more of our, um, like, immediate family, Uh not really friends. Uh And then, um, for our 10-year, we actually had a party, and we was like, well, why are we having this party? We'll just renew our vows. fairy tale wedding at first and now like I'm approaching 40 so now I'm like to a point where it's like I want who's most important to me Absolutely. into my future spouse to be in attendance and I have a, a big family too but that doesn't mean that everybody who's related is going to be invited because Absolutely. you know like for one it might be distant relatives that I haven't seen in 10-15 years like doesn't mean you're coming to my wedding you know I, I love you to death but so right. that's just not not doable right i want those who are close and and near and dear to my heart to be able to attend and that's just what it is absolutely and those that are near dear to your heart even if it was like you know what i can't i still can't invite everybody the people Mm -hmm. that really love you and truly care about you Mm -hmm. they understand that you can't 
Yeah. It's some crazy folks that try to make you feel guilty mm-hmm. that you ain't talked to in 12 years that's talking about why wasn't I invited. Man, right. have a good afternoon. Right. Don't leave me alone. <laughs> God bless you. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she do hair. Been doing hair for how long now? Um, uh, tw- uh, how old am I? So, 24 years? Wow. 25 years? That's no. amazing. How long have I been married? 25 years, 27 years. That's oh, amazing. Wow. And how long have you had your shop? Um, I've had my shop in Boston for 11 years. Nice. Wow. I've been in Boston 25 years. got trailblazed a couple of days ago yeah, I, was, I was complimenting her, her yesterday at church like i love your hair color yes yes thank you thank you yeah put some put some blessed hands into mm-hmm. this head because <laughs> it was rough listen so, i'm looking crazy over here right now i look like queen latifah and set it off <laughs> Okay, Cleo. <laughs> that's, I, that's who I look like, Cleo. That is funny. <laughs> well, we really do appreciate you and your time Thank and you. um, really kicking it with us for a little bit and um, dropping some gems and some wisdom keys regarding marriage. And, yeah, um, absolutely. You know, this won't be the last time, right? No. Well, y'all have me back. I love to come back. Awesome. awesome. All right, so just c- continue, uh, you know, being the queen that you are. And Thank we, you, ma'am. We love you too. and we appreciate you. Love appreciate y'all too. You. Thank right. you. Have a good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Okay, so my question is this because I'm single, right? And then when I was younger, I was in a relationship where I, and, you know, even like my 30s also, like early 30s also. I was in a relationships where I would not so much be wife, but did wife things. Like I did the laundry, I cooked, I cleaned, you know, I made sure they had lunch for work or whatever the case may be. But me as a single woman going into my 40s, right? I I don't look at a relationship like that. Like I'm not giving the person that I'm dating that all of those things and not be their wife, right? Through God. How do you feel about seeing like the younger generation respond to my hubby, my wifey, but they're not necessarily married or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like for me, I'm like, Mm-mm. I'm not doing those things. Even though a relationship, when you're, when you're courting someone, you're preparing yourself for marriage. But do you feel that being a single woman or a single male, you should give that relationship everything you would give in a marriage? Absolutely not. Um, 
I say this because, and even though, again, uh, my relationship with my ex-husband hasn't worked out, Mm -hmm. um, the marriage portion, um, because we dated for two and a half years before we got married. Mm -hmm. And before that, um, because of our religious beliefs, Mm -hmm. we didn't live together. Mm -hmm. And we were actually celibate the entire time Mm -hmm. until we got married. Mm -hmm. Um, So we went through it in response to each other's beliefs and understanding of what God wanted for us before marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, And we both had a level of understanding that this is what needed to happen um, to fulfill what we believed was what God's purpose for our lives, mm-hmm. you know, as husband and wife and prior, you know, um, courting. And I would say that, um, that's not the absolute way to go about it. You know what I mean? It's, I, you know, it's not, I'm not saying that it's based on your beliefs, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm not saying your relationship will work out or won't work out if you go that route. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing is that you have an understanding with the person that you're with. Um, we're not married, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't really, um, if you're not married, you know, you both know that you're not married, I don't think you should be acting as though you are because you're giving exactly. too much of yourself for something, for for a performance that has never happened exactly. before. Exactly. So it's almost like you want to give the audience something. You're not, when you're going for a, a talent show or mm-hmm. something, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever participated mm-hmm. in any talent dance yeah, shows. Dance yeah, so as a dancer, I used to be a dancer as well. Mm-hmm. So before that, you're like practicing, right? Mm-hmm. You're just getting mm-hmm. the moves, you're putting your body in, you know, motion to do these things, right? But the personality and every the swag and everything is not all there mm-hmm. until the actual performance. performance. Exactly. And you're in front of the audience and actually, you know, giving it your all mm-hmm. then. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So when you get that ring and then you actually jump that broom. Right. That's when I think, yes, save certain things until that for time. Marriage. Right. Because right. for that relationship. Mm-hmm. Even if you didn't do it before, you know, it's always, you know, God always. Oh, you no, can always exactly. be really that's, born that's again. That's my outlook now. Right. Right. Like when I was younger, that's different. Like, right. I exactly. I wasn't really, I don't want to say I wasn't aware, but. I, I was ignorant, right? I'm young, dumb, right. and I'm I'm figuring out life, right? But me now, I I I can't see myself doing that, not shacking up with nobody, right. yeah. not not especially if it's not there, right? Like just dating, recording, or even being boyfriend and girlfriend, there's still like a a, a, a line between marriage and and being in a, a relationship with somebody, right? And so I feel like like you know, people's love language is different. Dating somebody, I don't mind cooking every now and again and, and feeding you, but I'm not doing your laundry, right? I'm not coming cleaning your house or nothing like, like nah. that. Those are things that... Well, even living together like, is a thing. I mean, right. I think people should live together to a certain extent. I learned who I was as an adult when mm-hmm. I, when I, after I got married to my husband mm-hmm. and we were living together. And I'm just like, and I'm like, this... This is this is a lot. <laughs> I think that once you're engaged or once you know that you're about to take that step, then live together. But like yeah, early I, on in a people would say the same thing. Or to I'm me not too. living with somebody. They're like, like oh, will... you should live with the person. That's how you get to know them more. But at the same time, it's you got to be careful mm-hmm. because again, you that could prolong the marriage portion. Because exactly. now that we're living together, let's buy a house now yeah, and let's have... do this and let's do that. We do everything on a daily basis anyway. But you're not saving the, the spark for the for marriage. The marriage. Exactly. So everything exactly. you did already, you did all that stuff exactly. already. So why would I want to marry you exactly. if I can get everything I want? Because now it's going to look you? like it's just a piece of paper. 
Like I'm just I'm with it's, it's but it's really not. not. It's, it's not, really but not. But that's what I'm saying. Those those are the type yeah. of excuses that yeah. what I've heard right before from other people. Like so, okay, well marriage is just a piece of paper, but let it's me really not. You, let me help you on something. That's part of the question you asked me before. It's like what is a misconception? Mm-hmm. Marriage is absolutely not just a piece of paper. No, it's definitely not. Because when you sign that piece of paper, it's almost like signing your life away. Mm-hmm. Whatever you were doing before you signed that piece of paper and you went through with mm-hmm. it, 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 you're saying that you're willing to share everything, your entire life with, with somebody this else. Person. Right. It's not right. just a piece of paper. Right. But now, this piece of paper you need... So this portion of our podcast is called Empowerment Quotes, where we select uh, an infamous quote from an author, a black woman, a woman um, that is inspirational um, and empowering. So we chose a quote by Misty Copeland. It says, you can start late, look different, be uncertain and still succeed. So tonight we had a fabulous conversation with the Latrell Chase, uh, Mrs. Latrell Chase, who uh, blessed us with some encouraging words, um, who also poured into um, our community of married folks um, and even people that aspire to be married. Um, We want to say thank you, Mrs. Chase, for uh, the opportunity to speak with you and for uh, chatting with us and just kicking it with us. Um, You're a great woman of God, and um, we love you. I'm going to just close close out in prayer. Father, in the name of Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you again, oh God, for another amazing episode um, with empowering uh, other women. we thank you, O oh God, for Minister Latrell's witness and for her testimony, O oh God, and her willingness to share um, what she's learned in her own relationship in marriage, O oh God. We ask that you please continue to bless her and her husband's union in the name of the Lord Jesus. We ask you, you to cover them in the name of the Lord Jesus. We ask you to keep them in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we just want to say thank you, O oh God. We give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.